Hello, good morning. May the Lord bless you today. May the Lord cause His faith to shine upon you today. May the Lord answer your prayers. May this day favor your cause. May the Lord advance you in its divine purpose today in the mighty name of Jesus. Songs of praise, songs of victory. Sons of rejoicing will fill your mouth today in the mighty name of Jesus. It's my prayer that this day the Almighty God will open a book of remembrance concerning you. Yes, you will obtain joy and gladness. Your head shall be lifted, your joy will be full in the mighty name of Jesus. Any evil appointment waiting for time to manifest in your life, I hereby declare it cancelled, totally eliminated. I declare that you are victorious today in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This morning, we are concluding our discussions on salt. Don't forget, we have discussed several things about eight days now. We'll be looking at salt, its usefulness, the attributes of salt. And these we have related to our identity and purpose as Christians in the world. Ah, uh, From the discovery so far, I understood that our call is purposeful. It is to make the world, that is, our society, the lives around us, those who God will permit or deliberately arrange to come our ways. God wants their life to be made better, that every contact with us should bring sweetness, joy, sanity to the lives of people, that the society will be influenced, positively affected by our lives. The world's supposed to be made a better place because we're here. We are fashioned to touch lives. We are made for impact. And our lives lived here will be assessed by how much of that impact we have made. The worth of life itself is going to be measured by the number of lives you touched with the grace that you have received from God. So, as we conclude all of these thoughts on this subject this morning, my attention was drawn to the second half of Jesus saying, in that Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, which I read again, he said, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Message translation puts it this way: say, Let me tell you why you are here. You are here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors 
of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You have lost your usefulness and you will end up in the garbage. Amplified translation puts it this way. If the salt has lost its taste, in brackets, its purpose, it is good for nothing. And so this morning, we are looking at salt can lose its usefulness. Salt can lose its usefulness. By God's grace, you will not lose your usefulness in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, it is clear from here that salt is appreciated and considered relevant as long as it's fulfilling its purpose. It has no reason to occupy any space in the house once it has lost its usefulness. The question is, what can make salt become saltless or unuseful? What can make salt become useless in its existence? And by that, we'll be looking at ourselves. At what point can you become useless? What can happen to you? And then you become irrelevant as far as your existence here is concerned. Number one, if salt becomes polluted, it can become useless. If salt becomes polluted, corrupted, it can become useless. Salt is usually preserved in sealed containers to sustain its purity. Once it becomes contaminated, it will be discarded. Now, contamination is, is just, it's like making it poisonous. Salt itself is a purifier. It's supposed to maintain its purity. It's clean. You will see it entirely, purely white. But sometimes if exposed to a dirty environment by mistake, somebody can pour something upon it that makes it poisonous. All right, maybe mixed with sand, maybe mixed with one element or the other that is not useful for the body. So it can become discarded. I remember Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 1 says, he said, dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking server. He said, so that a little fully him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. Death flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking server. So does a little fully him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. Little, little fully. Now, in Second Chronicles 29, verse 34, 2 Chronicles 29, 34 says, But the priests were too few so that they could not flay the burnt offerings, 
Wherefore their brethren the Levite did help them till the work was ended, and until the other priests have sanctified themselves, for the Levites were more upright in heart to sanctify themselves than the priests. Now that was that was that was a, a, a work to be done. Burnt offerings were to be offered, and the people that were supposed to offer these were supposed to be holy people. All right, purified. But at this point, the priests have defiled themselves. They have mingled themselves, all right, with the world. And now that the assignment was on ground, and God will not compromise holiness in service, so the priests could not be used. So only a few of them were useful. And they rather make use of those few instead of just asking them, let's manage the unholy priests. No, they didn't do that. They just made use of those who have sanctified themselves. And those priests were replaced, all right, with Levites, church workers, all right, instead of the priests being used. That is what happened. Even in the days of Ezekiah, there was a time also, there was a Passover that was to be celebrated. And um, this happened in Second Chronicles chapter 30, from verse 2 and verse 3. The Bible says, For the king has taken counsel and his princes and all the congregation in Jerusalem to keep the Passover in the second month. For they could not keep it at that time because the priests had not sanctified themselves sufficiently. Neither had the people gathered themselves together to Jerusalem. Can you imagine the problem the priests were having? They have not sanctified themselves sufficiently. So at the time the Passover supposed to be celebrated, in the days of Josiah, they couldn't do it. Because the priests were not holy enough. They were not useful. May you not become useless. May you not lose your usefulness in the mighty name of Jesus. So a man can be available and accessible, but not useful. Number two, a man can become useless when he loses the very life the spiritual life that he has when salt loses its power. That is, the innate authority or ability that makes contact with it impactful when it becomes tasteless. In Judges chapter 16, from verse 18 to 21, you remember the case of uh, Samson. The Bible says, when Delilah had told her, when uh, uh, and when Delilah saw that he has told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up, these ones, for he has shown me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and brought money in their hands, and she made him to sleep on her knees, and she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And he began to afflict him, and his strength went from him, 
And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself and did not know that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass and they did grind in the prison house. Beloved, this is a, a disaster. When you lose your relevance in the presence of God, when the power of God, the life of God in you that makes you a minister, when it is gone, you have, you have outlived your usefulness. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 4, it said, for he, to him that is joined to all the living there is hope, he said, a living dog is better than a dead lion. When a minister loses his, his, his power, the authority that makes you a minister, that, that when you speak, things used to happen before, now you shout, but no result. Nothing is working. You have at least your usefulness. That is a disaster. Now, number three, when a man becomes sick mentally, emotionally, or totally discouraged, is losing out. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 10, and Judah said, the strength of the bearers of the body is decayed, and there is much rubbish, so that we are not able to build the wall. In 1 Kings chapter 19, 3 to 4, you remember the case of Elijah. He was totally mentally, emotionally paralyzed, so frustrated that he was desiring to die. He went, he said, Lord, I want to die. And he went into the wilderness, lie down there. In fact, angel has to come, give him a meal, arise, eat, because the journey before you is too great for you. But you know, entirely God realized this man, he has finished himself. Discouragement, frustration, depression, suicidal thoughts was coming to the heart of a man of God. And God said, all right, you can go and hand over, you are, go and anoint Elisha, let him take over from you. Just hand over. You can continue in ministry. I pray that every element of discouragement and frustration in you, the Lord Almighty will terminate in the name of Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 9, verse 62, Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. You must conquer at these three levels. You must conquer any form of pollution that the enemy may be arranging for you. You must conquer, you know, your the, the whatever will take you out of God's presence, whatever you will cut you off from the source of life in God. Any engagement, any any anything you will do, and the life of God will depart from you. Prayerlessness will set in your life. Avoid it. And of course, avoid discouragement, frustration. All right, that the devil might want to use to edge you out of your place of relevance. All of these things you need to take care of. The devil wants to, he wants you to end in a bad shape. He wants to, to end frustrated 
and dejected, discarded. But that will not happen in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning that all the arrangements to cause you to fail in usefulness, in relevance, the Lord will frustrate. May the God of heaven uphold you, defend you, secure you in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Good morning. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday away.